Life's not worth living if it's just on the superficial crust of the earth. It's just not. The benefits are awesome. Now, there are the most important are spiritual benefits. If you're growing, you will automatically remove obstacles to your relationship with God. There are physical benefits because the, when you're walking with the Lord, I think automatically there's stress is, is released. Emotional health is critically important. Every relationship you have, God, spouse, kids, neighbors, friends, is going to be improved dramatically. Your journey starts now. Welcome back to the Journey Coaching Podcast, where we care deeply about real and authentic relationships. This is Terry, your host, and I have sitting with me two really cool guys. Um, I have David Clark. He is a Christian psychologist and author and speaker um, from Tampa, Florida. He's written some pretty amazing books. His most recent one is called I Destroyed My Marriage. Um, so some, some really challenging things. Also with us today is Jeff Carlson, a business owner and one of the founders of uh, Journey Coaching. And he's also happens to be um, my husband and Dave is one of our good friends. So we should have fun with this conversation. Our topic today is going to be about why grow. I'm going to let Jeff kind of kick this off and start with the, some of the first questions. Well, I'm just super excited, uh, Dave, that you are uh, joining us with a Zoom thing. You know, pretty cool. We're all figuring out how to do Zoom, but uh, yeah, this is very cool. We've known each other for like, what, five, six, seven years? Boy, it seems like, yes, six or seven years. I think so. Yeah, yeah. And when I, yeah, it's been, and and, uh, we've done some really cool things together. We actually, I I, uh, attended, my wife and I attended, one of Dave's seminars, and I thought it was off the charts, the best marriage seminar I'd ever been to. And Dave, I think one of the reasons for that is just you are, uh, not only do you bring very good content, very good, raw, honest, you don't beat around the bush. Let's put it that way, right? I don't. I write, no frills, right to the point. Yep. Right to the point. And that's in your books, uh, which by the way, uh, what, davidclarkphd.com, I think, is your website correct don't forget the e david e clark e david e clark yes yes that that does it yes yes and uh, you know my golly he's been on focus on the family written lots of books done lots of seminars really really good really good content and we'll we'll get into that in a go ahead Terry. we will put a link to dr clark's website and all of his books and stuff on our website hey that'd be great yeah 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 no and well worth it so uh this could be about well, he, me too, can it? I mean, it's about yes. Jeremy, and I love Jeremy, yes. but it could be about me as well. It has to be, right? It's just because, I mean, hey. come on, Dave. You know, <laughs> we know you. It's all about Dave. <laughs> That's right. That's what Sandy says every day. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, anyway, so, you know, very good content and uh, really is good at getting to the heart of uh, people's relationship issues they have. Uh, Journey has also been in development for uh, uh, many years. We've been, you know, five, six, seven years putting Journey together, have a great coaching process to help people one-on-one go through individual coaching, couple to couple. Uh, But here's the thing, and here's why I'm really excited to talk to Dave today, because Dave, you've been doing this uh, interaction with people and you can call it coaching, counseling, seminars, whatever you want to call it, but really helping people grow. You've been doing that for what, like, 30 years? 33 years. It'll be 34 this August. Yeah. Wow. 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 
And as Terry mentioned, I'm a business guy, so I dabble in this part-time. Uh, Terry is also a, a counselor. She is full-time. You know, you guys dive into the deep end of the pool, uh, and you do a, each in your own ways. You do a, you do a great job. What I have found, uh, you know, with my heart of trying to help people grow and develop what we have developed through Journey is uh, really this one phrase keeps coming back to me. And again, it's why I'm excited about talking to you today, Dave, is uh, just people's mindset of, well, why should I even grow? You know, why even bother? And let's just really highlight that real quick. We, uh, Terry and I were at a, a couple of seminars uh, that Dave did down in Georgia here a few years ago. And really one of the best evenings I ever have experienced in terms of the content of the material, in terms of uh, he uh, packages everything in humor. And uh, I think he had people, there could have been some serious uh, pant wedding going on there. There was some serious <laughs> laughing. <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, if you remember that night, I mean, people were just, they yeah. liked it. They did like they it. They liked it. It was really good. But now I want to compare that for a second. So the last Super Bowl, I mean, like, uh, and we've all, we may not have heard of Journey. We may not have heard of uh, Dave Clark, but we certainly have heard of the Super Bowl, right? And we go, wow, it's the Super Bowl. And like last year, like 700,000 people attended, like over 100 million watched on TV. So... Uh, you know, as good as Journey is, as good as Dave's book seminars are, I think we've got to be honest, Dave, we've reached less than a hundred million people <laughs> this last Slight, year, right? Slightly less, yes. Slightly less. <laughs> but, okay, but in terms of helpfulness and in terms of, you know, what are you going to get out of it? Uh, I will guarantee that engagement in growth and, you know, whether it's a something David Clark is doing, Journey is doing, or something uh, someone else finds to do in terms of personal, spiritual, emotional, physical growth is going to be more helpful than watching the Super Bowl. But why do so many people watch the Super Bowl? Why, you know, help to unpack this of, of, of just, because you've seen this, right? You have seen the challenges. You know that you can help people if they will just be open and listen. But it comes back to somebody sitting out there today, and if they've even made it this far to hang on to the, you know, to listen this far, why grow? Why, why should I bother? That the person sitting out there, the, the guy, the gal, the couple, why do I even need to, need to bother to grow? It's a great question. Our culture and even the church, we see it filtering into the church, is, is really superficial and entertainment-driven. Mm -hmm. We've gotten into this mode, you really can't offend anyone. I have spent my career offending people. That's what I do. And as I recall from the Bible, that's what Jesus did as well by speaking the truth. And so we have this whole culture. We're churning out narcissist after narcissist now. The numbers are off the charts. We want superficial. We want easy. People don't like change because change is hard. People don't like you know, to work on things because it's going to cost them some pain and they don't want to endure any pain. So we have all these distractions. Why the Super Bowl is incredibly successful. The, these, the marketers are, are geniuses. They've made this dumb game, which is actually meaningless, into an incredibly meaningful event. And they talk about it for hours and months leading up to 
when really it means absolutely nothing. It's fun, but it doesn't mean anything. But that's, that's the culture we're living in. The church, I'm afraid, in many cases has adopted that. Um, I've talked to pastors all the time, and they're well-meaning, they're good people, but they don't have anything like journey. They have the things that they do, but they're very sensitive to offending people, uh, big donors, uh, and, and here's how we've done things. They do want people to come to Jesus, and they do want them to grow, but that simply isn't happening on any mass level in the United States or in the world. Well, I think the focus, uh, sometimes, you know, it, there's so many other peripheral things that we get focused on, and and, uh, and even in the church, right, because Jesus' call to action is to go make disciples. So let's go make disciples. <laughs> you, know? Yeah, you, don't, you don't hear many sermons on that. That's a command. That's not a request. That's a command. It's, it's why we're here. It's our, it's our number one reason for living. But in the Christian world, especially, there's, all, there's 10, 12, 40 things ahead of that now. And that's it. Yeah. So, again, a neat uh, opportunity to, to talk with you, Dave. And because, uh, again, we can come up with all the great strategies. We can come up with all the good stuff out there. But people have to engage. I mean, they really do. And if they don't, if they don't make the decision right, I mean, you can be, and you see that on, in your practice probably for the last, you know, three decades. If they're not engaged in it, if they're not saying, I am going to be a self-feeder and do something better with my life, you can meet with them as many times as you want, and they can invest as much time, money, and energy, and it's probably not going to do any good, correct? Right. Terrible understand this, and this is how I operate too, but I, I'm, I, the, the number of one and two-time clients I have you wouldn't believe because I get right to it. Here's your problem. You've come in to see me. Uh, they don't know what they're going to face. They want it, They want even therapy to be easy. And there's nothing easy about it. It's a brutal process. It demands a tremendous amount. So I don't, I don't try to draw them in. That's just not how I'm made. I'm getting to be a curmudgeon anyway. Look, I'm 60 years old. I don't care anymore. So I will say, here's what we're going to do. And the looks on their faces, going to have to read my book. I don't read. I can't help you. Going to have to do this homework assignment for the next session. No, I'm busy. I'm not going to be able to. I say, fine. I, I won't see you. They, they, they're not willing to change. They, they want to come in and see a counselor because it's the thing to do and check the box. But that clerk guy was just out of control. Well, you know what? You're going to have to work hard. The Christian life is very similar. Salvation is free. Nothing else is free after that. You've got to work. You've got to grow. You've got to make all the change. That's my journey is so outstanding. Never seen anything as good in my experience in terms of discipleship and growth. But boy, not many hands are going to go up in terms of, I want that. Right. Which right. is a shame. Well, and hopefully we can, yeah, hopefully these kind of discussions will help to get people thinking a little bit because, uh, you know, along with the challenge of growing, we do really want to come alongside people and help them. And, and I want to go back to something you just said that I actually disagree with. So I don't know. Uh, if I, see, I, see our, I see our time is up. <laughs> go ahead. But you said, you know, uh, something like, yeah, I just tell people as, as I see it because I don't, you know, I don't care. Well, I would, I would uh, argue, Dave, that you probably care more because you're, you're, you're just not going to sit and take people's money and their time just to talk with them and, you know, butterflies and rainbow stuff, right? You, you, I think you care enough where you're going to go, guys, here are the things that have been proven to work. You just need to listen. Is that well? Fair? I think you're right. I do. I wouldn't be doing this job if I didn't care. That's true. Yeah. 
So I, I want them. And I know, and Terry would know too, and you know too, Jeff, you know the results, what, what they can experience if they'll just do the hard work. Well, let's talk and, about the, 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 the downsides here, because by the time people walk into your office, because let's face it, most people don't wake up in the morning and say to themselves, well, you know, at noon today, should we go to Chick-fil-A or should we go to counseling? You know, it's usually like, oh man, you know, one of the last resort things we should do is go to counseling. So uh, that's a couple or person that has, has really resisted maybe some positive change in their life. Uh, and Terry, if you want to jump into this too, but can you paint a few pictures uh, I mean, let's just go into the, the crap that's out there. I mean, what, what are lives looking like when people just go, you know, I just want to keep it at a surface level. I just want to find the next good restaurant. I want to watch the next great sports event. And I really got to address the stuff in my life. I don't want to grow. What does that look like then? What do, what do you guys see when people walk in the door? Well, Terry and I are in the same business so it's a ministry so it's yeah they're in, they're in a massive crisis when they hit the door they wouldn't be there otherwise but still they want to do the at least in my experience the bare minimum to kind of get back to status quo status so they may have like a broken leg but they just want a band-aid huh right yeah i don't, I don't want to really go through rehab I mean, we see this all the time in the physical world People have knee replacement therapy, they, they have a surgery, and they need to do the physical therapy afterwards to recover, and many do not. And so they suffer the consequences. They don't get full range of motion, they don't have the health they can have. It's just a built-in laziness of really not wanting to push yourself. I think it comes into pain too. You know, they come in because there's a pain point. There's something that's really, really painful. Their relationship or, or their, you know, there's too much conflict or there's something. But when you start talking about what you need to do to change and fix that pain point, then it feels like, you know, the, the pain of change feels worse than where they're at in some situations. And there's uh, a, I, it's, it's yeah. like pain avoidance, I guess, in my mind. Yeah, I think you're right. It's going to be costly. Of course, what we try to sell them on and journey is the same way as you, you, can't, you don't understand the cost of not doing this is going to be very great. The benefits of doing it, it's a guaranteed success. You follow the Bible's principles, you do the emotional work, you walk with Jesus. Now, there's a high cost to that. But the benefits are, are, are not just for this world, but for eternity. But you know what? No, I, I think I'll just stay where I am. I, think, I don't know if you've experienced this, this Dave, but... There are some couples that, that really do do the work. And I have so much joy from watching them have joy. There's something that really comes from, they've done the hard work, they've made this incredible progress, and they found, um, they found the, the, the person they fell in love with again. And there's something that's, that's what keeps me going. Oh, me too. Isn't that the greatest? Yeah, I, we live for that. I've got a young lady I just saw, I just had a phone thing before I started this, uh, this session and she's, she had a major loss in her life, she's married, but she is, from all intents, from the evaluation, she's gonna do the work. She's gonna do the process, she's gonna read a book I wrote, she's gonna go through the steps, and boy, I hope she does. I'm thinking, boy, because I know where she can end up. And if it's a couple, it's great too, and they finally, and with God helping them, they break through, and it's better than it ever was. Because Satan's telling them, now you're done. You might say it together, but it will never be the same. I say, no, it won't be the same. It'll be better because God can do that. 
Yeah. No, and that, that is, and, and just those stories just have to, uh, again, I would think your guys' days would be just highs and lows. I mean, I, I, there's probably not a whole lot of middle ground, right? I mean, those days where you just, uh, well, Dave, you golf, right? So you know those days when you're just hitting the shots and, you know, that <laughs> ball comes off the club head and you're like, wow, that's yeah. just, that thing's going to go really? 300 yards. Uh <laughs> But it is, isn't it? It's just got to be highs and lows and just watching people either, you know, thrive or, or sink. Oh, I, think yeah. that's, I think that's incredibly sad when you lay out a plan that you have seen work in other couples and they reject it and they walk away and to see them separate and, and to know that there was, a, there, was a, there was a hope and they've just kind of rejected it. That's probably the low point for me. Yeah, I don't like that either. I think after so many years, I guess I'm almost prepared for that. So I can, and maybe as a guy, I can compartmentalize. But there is a sadness because you think, oh, you're just, you're just gonna, not gonna make it. And God is that grieves God because he he he's not gonna force his way into your life. You have to invite him. But when they say pretty much no, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, it's a downer. But the next session, somebody's working hard and doing well. So yeah, it's a very intense job when you're working directly with people. Yeah, man. So um, with Journey, we really hope to put you guys out of business. I mean, that's our goal. Now our time is really done. (laughs) You know what? I'm with you. And I say that. I say that kiddingly because, you know, there's always going to be the situations that individuals aren't trained for. But I will guarantee you as individuals, uh, which I, I'm just a business guy, you know, uh, I, I, I kid people, I tell people, Terry swims in the, uh, I, I swim in the shallow end of the pool and she swims in the deep end of the pool. So, uh, but for just us, you know, like normal people out, <laughs> out there, the non-trained, we can do some of this, right? We can come into relationship with other people. We can build intentional friendships. We can talk about our stories, honestly. We can talk about uh, our strengths, our weaknesses, we can share worldviews, we can come up with two or three action steps. And wouldn't that be cool to kind of help you guys out to either keep a few more people out of your offices or to supplement that, right? Where they build some friendships. Um, and, and actually, I, I want to just jump in that real quick too, Dave, because we did a little, uh, when we were inviting Dave on, the, the program, we do a little send out thing that just asks to give a little background uh, of you know, the person we're inviting on. And one name came up. And again, this goes back to before Dave even had any degree or even knew what he was doing, right? He knew a gal and her name is Sandy, right? Yeah. So uh, in terms of people that have been instrumental in your life, uh, and, and he calls her the blonde Sandy, his wife. Now right. she's many years. 37, 37 years. But I, I just in that little uh, bio that you filled out, I mean, her name came up a lot. I mean, so just having someone in your life, uh, just that you can be open and real and honest with, uh, just real briefly, Dave, just for your personal life, how has that affected you? What Can you imagine life without her, how you might have, because I with Terry, I, I tell Terry, if she hadn't been in my life, I can see a whole different kind of Jeff that isn't very nice and pretty and I mean 
so you guys, I mean, what's it been like for you and how important is it to have somebody in your life that can come alongside you in a healthy, positive way? Well, Sandy's just an extraordinary person. Now, I was attracted to her first because she's a beautiful California blonde. Okay, let's just put that out there. I didn't care about her mind. I didn't care about her personality. She's just gorgeous. <laughs> anyway, but as I got to know her, oh, just on fire for Jesus, came from a home where good people, but mother and father and brother, not Christians, no church. Mm-hmm. So she came to Christ, you know, uh, kind of on her own and then and, and was going along. They thought she was a fanatic. So I was always, I'd always been a Christian, you know, like who cares? My parents were wonderful people. They still are. Um, and so I got to college and I really was just a nominal Christian. Well, I, I meet Sandy. I was a sophomore. She was a freshman. And she was so on fire for Jesus. Oh, she really got me going. I knew, number one, I had no chance with her unless I grew uh, in Christ. No chance. So the first thing she did, once we're starting to click, um, you know, I didn't have that much experience in my life with women because for some crazy reason, most women don't click with me. (laughs) Who knows? Anyway, so she said to me, uh, the first thing was, I'd like to invite you to come to a Bible study at my door. Oh, wow. I thought, I'd like like to make out in my car uh, over there on the marina. But anyway, I said, I'd love to go. (laughs) That, That sent me a message. That's the most important thing to her. So it's always right. been that way. She keeps me going. We, we work on our spiritual bond. And it, and it strikes me that the journey is very similar. In fact, what you've said, Jeff, is critically important. It's, if it's just the professionals like Terry and I or the, the pastors or the ones that are supposed to do it that are doing it, we're doomed. It's not enough people. And it doesn't work because there's, there's not the relationship. Listening to a Sunday sermon, it could be the best sermon in the world, doesn't make any difference ultimately it's it's that individual one-on-one process the journey process it'll make all the difference yeah well and and something and again this is maybe we say this for another day uh but i think something that i've always appreciated about uh you know your approach dave is the simpleness, the basic, the honesty. So you are big uh, of promoting, and you do this a lot. Couple talk times, right? That's a huge I'm thing. Big on that. Talk. Yeah. Yeah. Every couple hears that. Every couple has to hear that. Yeah. They have to do it. <laughs> yeah. And just, I mean, how basic, right? Is just for couples in this busy world to sit down and just talk. Yeah. And communication. Most Terry knows this. They don't do it. I'll ask yeah. them, "What is your communication like?" First session. Uh, over the course of a week. They think they're communicating. They're not. Texting about the dog needing to go to the vet or a brief conversation over a meal, the kids are there, watching a show together. No. I say one-on-one specific conversations where you're trying to get deeper spiritually and emotionally. Silence. You actually Most have couples. To, you actually have to give them questions to ask each other. They don't know how to talk to each other sometimes. It's true. So yeah, you have to choreograph it for them because they, they panic. They say, okay, if we do this, what are we going to talk about? They're panicked. This is going to be awful. I say, oh, give me a break. They're so far removed from being able to talk for hours. And so yeah, okay, I'll choreograph this for you. <laughs> but again, how yeah, important but is point, that? It's the relationship, right? That's the thing. It's the, it's the relationship. And so when we talk about this growth thing and why grow, I think sometimes people think, oh my gosh, you know, it's like 
maybe this, I, I don't know, but maybe it's like they're thinking, oh, it's like going to a gym and I've got to lose 50 pounds and I've got to sweat and work out. And yeah, maybe there's some tougher things there, but some, it's just basic kinds of things too that can be really enjoyable to just sit down and, you know, talk to your spouse. Well, it's, the, it's, the, it's the highlight of my day. Every day we'll sit down. We watch the West Wing because we love the West Wing and we're just, we've just gone through all the whole series, which we love. And we have dinner and watch that and have a 30-minute couple talk time. And, and that's, that's better than the West Wing yeah. because it's Sandy and she's talking and sharing. Oh, we have some great conversations. I think we need to get ready to kind of land this plane and we, we, we set it up as we're going to talk about why grow. I'd like to throw that out as kind of our last big question is, okay, so Dave, why should, why, why should your clients grow? Why should people out there who are listening to this podcast consider making some changes and growing? Well, because life's not worth living if it's just on the superficial crust of the earth. It's just not. The benefits are awesome. Now, there are the most important are spiritual benefits if you're growing you will automatically remove obstacles to your relationship with God. They're always there as we move through that and you're really attached to God and you're walking with him and you know Jesus and the Spirit's working through you. I mean, that's what the Bible has in mind for us. Part of that is reaching out and discipling others and sharing what you've learned. There are physical benefits because the, when you're walking with the Lord, uh, I think automatically there's stress is, is released. And he'll, he'll bless you in so many different ways, not necessarily financially, but that could be part of it. Emotional health is critically important. Every relationship you have, God, spouse, kids, neighbors, friends, is going to be improved dramatically. And you'll want to get closer to those people. And so even if you have just a few close people, you're not going to get that unless you grow. So you're giving all that up for the dumb Super Bowl or I like that meal. <laughs> or boy, I think I'm going to play golf. I, it, it, whatever. Those are extras. That's not part of it. <laughs> I you know what I love about this is I'm going to guess because let's face it, there's lots of podcasts out there, right? I mean, there's there's a ton of podcasts now, but I'll bet you there's not too many out there that uh, say the dumb Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, but it is. It's dumb, I tell you. <laughs> I watch it, but it's like it's frivolous. Oh golly! It's, it's well, a lot of we, uh, think, a lot of a lot of icing. I think on, we should. We need the cake, right, buddy? I think we should end on this. This is this is a this has been a really fun conversation um, with David Clark and uh, Jeff Carlson and the topic of why grow. Um, at Journey, we're interested in the conversations that matter to you and your relationships. You want to grow? We want to help. Not only with podcasts, but we encourage you to get into one-on-one -on -one relationships, one-on-one -on -one coaching relationships. A good place to start is with the seven-session Journey Coaching Booklist. Um, you can find it online right now. It's available, uh, either you can order it or it's available as an interactive PDF that you can download at journeycoaching.org. Thank you for listening. Tune in next time and make sure you like and subscribe. Visit us at journeycoaching.org and check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Start your own journey at journeycoaching.org. Your life, your journey starts now.